All right, fact checkers, it is a brand new year, but we've got the same great coffee sponsor. So if you head over to Fox and Sons Coffee and use the promo code FCT for fact check this, you get 15% off any order of $25 or more. Also, be sure to check out the new blends that Steve's got over there. We've got the Den Blend 2 Electric Boogaloo. This is a medium roast coffee. If the dark roast was a little too robust for you, but the light was not quite getting what you needed, check out the medium roast. It is fantastic. And also, they've got a brand new one. It's the Costa Rica Honey Prep. Now, this is the same great coffee, but with a little bit of a floral aroma. You're going to really want to check this one out. So head over to Fox and Sons Coffee and use the promo code FCT at checkout to get that 15% off any order over $25. Let's get started. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. All right, Fact Check This podcast. And I apologize because there is not a Jason Rink episode today. Jason got stuck on uh, traveling for work. His, uh, His job that he was doing required him to be gone for longer than originally anticipated. And we will pick that back up this upcoming weekend. So sometime either probably the 14th or the 15th is what I'm shooting for. Uh, We'll get that done. Also, since I'm making announcements like that, I will kick it off here at the top on Friday. This upcoming Friday, the 13th, I will be joined by Don the Pleb. And we are going to talk about how the Republicans taking the House, what that means for the next two years, and what the political landscape is going to look like for the next four to six years moving forward. Um, Don's been on a few times and great dude. And I uh, he, he has kind of a unique take and understanding of the left and what's going on in in politics. I wanted to pick his brain on some stuff. So we'll be doing that live uh, probably around 8. We'll start around 8 Central on Friday night. So be sure to tune in and check that out. Uh, So let's go ahead and jump in uh, since I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants to a certain extent today. But I did have, luckily, I had a few articles lined up in case I needed one. And I think we're going to talk about this one today. We're going to hit up the old climate change. 1,200 scientists and professionals declare there is no climate emergency. I'll go ahead and take it right off the top. Granted, 1,200 scientists and professionals is not necessarily a whole lot. Uh, But it's also probably literally all of them who are willing to step up and and make a a statement like this because because climate change is a racket anyway let's let's dig in the political fiction that humans cause most or all climate change and the claim that the science behind this notion is settled has been dealt a savage blow by the publication of the World Climate Declaration signed by over 1,100 scientists and professionals. 
There is no climate emergency, say the authors, who were drawn from across the world and led by Norwegian physicist, Nobel Prize laureate, Professor Ivan Givar. Climate science is said to have degenerated into a discussion based on beliefs, not on sound, self-critical science. This is something that anybody with just half a lick of sense can pretty easily tell from looking at the, the climate change talks. But we'll go on. The scale of the opposition to modern-day settled climate science is remarkable, given how difficult it is in academia to raise grants for any climate research that departs from the political orthodoxy. A full list of the signatories is available here. Another lead author of the declaration, Professor Richard Lindzen, has called the current climate narrative absurd, but acknowledged that trillions of dollars and the relentless propaganda from grant-dependent academics and agenda-driven journalists currently says it is not absurd. Particular ire in the WCD is reserved for climate models. To believe in the outcome of a climate model is to believe that the model makers have put in, is to believe what the model makers have put in. Climate models are now central to today's climate discussion, and the scientists see this as a problem. We should free ourselves from the naive belief in immature climate models, says the WCD. In future, climate research must give significantly more emphasis to empirical science. See, this was the same argument that was being made about the COVID models. They were based on nothing and used uh, made-up data that didn't exist. These climate models, the way they're doing it is they have a very specific it's a lot it's a lot like evidence-based medicine. They have a very specific end goal that they expect to be what these models are showing or what their research is showing. And then everything in the way they conduct their models is designed to reach that conclusion. It's science, right? Uh, Since emerging from the Little Ice Age around 1850, the world has warmed significantly less than predicted by the IPCC on a basis of modeled human influences. The gap between the real world and the model world tells us that we are far from understanding climate change, the WCD notes. And don't don't go bringing science into this, guys. You're, you're gonna muddy up the uh, you're gonna muddy up the narrative. The declaration in this is an event of enormous importance, although it will be ignored by the mainstream media. But it is not the first time distinguished scientists have petitioned for a mo- for more realism in climate science. In Italy. The discovery of nuclear antimatter, emeritus professor Antonio Zicchi recently led 48 local science professors in stating that human responsibility for climate change is unjustifiably exaggerated and catastrophic predictions are not realistic. In their scientific view, natural variation explains a substantial part of global warming observed since 1850. Professor Zicchi has signed the WCD. The declaration notes that the Earth's climate has varied for as long as the planet has existed, with natural cold and warm periods. It's no surprise that we are experiencing a period of warming. It continues, climate models may have many shortcomings, it says. 
and are not remotely plausible as global policy tools. Same with the COVID models, right? You used the models as for policy, and then it turned out they were complete bullshit. They blow up the effect of greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide, but ignore any beneficial effects. CO2 is not a pollutant. It is essential to all life on Earth. Photosynthesis is a blessing. More CO2 is beneficial for nature, greening the Earth. Additional CO2 in the air has promoted growth in global plant biomass. It is also good for agriculture, increasing the yield of crops worldwide. In addition, the scientists declare that there is no statistical evidence that global warming is intensifying hurricanes, floods, droughts, and such like natural disasters, or making them more frequent. There is no climate emergency, the declaration goes on. We strongly oppose the harmful and unrealistic net zero CO2 policy proposed for 2050. It says adding that the aim of global policy should be prosperity for all by providing reliable and affordable energy at all times. In a prosperous society, men and women are all educated, birth rates are low, and people care about their environment. It includes. And we're not going to get into that. Uh, birth rates are low. These, whew, these motherfuckers are some extinctionists. It doesn't matter what field of science you're in, and they're all extinctionists. But that goes back to pop out of this for a second. So that goes back to the episode that I did talking about green energy and like what all goes into that. Like this net zero CO2 thing is clearly not science-based. It's clearly not evidence-driven. It's clearly not, uh, there's there's no like actual data behind it. Because if there was, if they were actually looking at this stuff realistically, they would look at everything that goes into the uh, the drive for green energy and the exceptionally high levels of CO2 that that generates just through what's necessary to produce all of the things that make this uh, make these green energy uh, things possible. Like, there's there's huge money in green energy, uh, and and a lot of times. A lot of the stuff, like the uh, the clean coal stuff, like they put these big filters and stuff in. None of that shit actually works. It doesn't. It doesn't accomplish anything. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a huge Ponzi scheme. People at the top are getting kickbacks from the people who are making that stuff to say, hey, you have to have these things um, in all of your coal plants or whatever. Like it's, <laughs> as we've talked about with modern medicine. All you have to do is follow the follow the money, and that'll show you everything you need to know about what's going on with the science, right? Carrying on. In addition, scientists declare that the uh, oh, I already read it. The WCD in is the latest sign that the unsettled fantasy surrounding climate change science is rapidly breaking down. Last year, Stephen Coonan. An undersecretary of science in the Obama administration published a book titled Unsettled, 
in which he noted that the science is insufficient to make useful projections about how the climate will change over the coming decades, much less what our actions will be. He also noted that rigid promulgation, uh, promulgating, uh, rigidly promulgating the idea that climate change is settled demeans and chills the scientific enterprise, retarding its process in these important matters. In 2020, the longtime green activist Michael Schellenberger wrote a book called Apocalypse Never, in which he said he believed the conversation about climate change and the environment had in the last few years spiraled out of control. Much of what people are told about the environment, including the climate, is wrong, he wrote. Of course, green extremists in academia, politics, and journalism will continue to argue for the command and control they crave through a net zero policy. In the end, their warped view of the scientific process will fade, leaving a trail of ludicrous Armageddon forecasts and yet more failed experiments in hard left economic and societal control. And, and that's what we've seen all along with the whole. Uh, end of the world climate people is their projections are always wrong. They keep saying if we don't do this by such and such date, then the world will the world will end and we'll all die and the planet will be unlivable and blah 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 blah. And none of it's happened. Literally none of it, like none of the things that they projected have happened at any point over the last 50 years. Nothing, literally nothing. But they keep pushing policy on it. They keep making more laws about it. They keep taking on these huge, 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 huge money initiatives to change all of these things. And while nothing changes, God, they spend a lot of taxpayer dollars. And they use those taxpayer dollars to pay all of the big companies that are developing these things. And you know what all those big companies developing these things have in common? They're all largely, anyway, part of the current energy sector. And have their uh, hands in the pockets of politicians already. All you got to do is follow the money. Every single time. Look at who the biggest lobbies are. Those are the ones you need to be concerned about. Medicine. The pharmaceutical lobby. The energy sector. Military. I mean, the left always acts like like the NRA is some like huge lobby that's like just dictating everything policy related. Man, they are they are so far from being one of the top top lobbies. It's and it's the all of the top lobbies are the ones that are pushing the insane shit that the left wants without any factual scientific backing whatsoever. Um, on 
on that shelf back there, I'm pretty sure it's like right around in here somewhere. There is Michael Crichton's book, State of Fear. Uh, State of Fear is an incredible book because so Crichton, for a science fiction writer, a lot of his science fiction was based on some science truth. Uh, and State of Fear, the glossary in the back of the book where he references all of his sources and sites everywhere that he gets like the uh, the foundation for the book is pretty impressive so in state of fear uh michael Crichton, the cliff notes version effectively explains why the whole climate crisis is a complete sham and being driven by big money interests across the world and uh it's it's really an awesome book but it, like i said it's all based on like actual science the the true uh what's the truth about what's going on is all through the glossary that he's got in the back of the book i highly recommend it excellent book definitely check it out but we're going to pop back over to the article because there was some follow up which i personally love uh we've got some fact checking going on in the in the article so let's check this out here at the bottom of the proscript. When we posted this article on the Daily Skeptic Facebook page, it was labeled false information, a conclusion reached after it was checked by independent fact checkers. If you then click on see why, you're taken to a page on the website called Climate Feedback. It takes issue with this sentence in the petition on anthropomogenic uh, global warming, started by Professor Antonio Zicchigi. Natural variation explains a substantial part of global warming observed since 1850. Now, this is incorrect for the following reason. Natural, non-human drivers of climate change have been mostly stable since the onset of modern warming, and all the available scientific evidence implicates human greenhouse gas emissions as the primary culprit. Scientific evidence also indicates that climate change is continuing to intensify or more frequent natural disasters, such as heat waves, drought, and heavy rainfall. I like the follow-up that they have here, because that's that's the claim being made by uh, climate feedback, is that natural non-human drivers of climate change have been mostly stable since the onset of modern warming, and that all available scientific evidence implicates human greenhouse gas emissions as the primary culprit. Scientific evidence also indicates that climate change is contributing to intensified and more frequent natural disasters, such as heat waves, drought, and heavy rainfall. There is literally no scientific data that backs any of that statement. That is empirically false. At best, it's conjecture. They can say it in their fact check, but they cannot actually give you any concrete evidence to prove that that's the truth, because it's not. So uh, I appreciate this, that the article actually did the follow up on this. So to claim that all the available scientific evidence supports the view that human activity is the primary culprit when it comes to climate change is a bit misleading, surely. In fact, Professor Zichichi refers to at least some scientific evidence that the anthrop anthropogenic responsibility for the climate change observed during the last century has been exaggerated on page one of his petition. Indeed, climate feedback's labeling of the central claims that the World Climate Declaration is incorrect 
is a step up from its previous analysis of the declaration, which concluded that the scientific credibility of the declaration was very low. Uh, Chris Morrison responded to some of the criticisms to the above piece here and specifically to climate feedback fact check here. And I actually did enjoy the the response to climate feedbacks fact check. So we're going to we're going to go through that one as well real quick. Uh, it's relatively short read, but it's uh, it, it actually has some some stats. <laughs> See, this is the thing is. These fact checkers don't actually deal in real science. They don't deal in real statistics. They deal in narrative and propaganda. So here we go. A bizarre fact check of World Climate Declaration claims that no natural climate change for almost 200 years. Inevitably, uh, inevitable really, but the Daily Skeptic's recent article on World Climate Declaration has attracted a green activist fact check on that flimsy basis that has been labeled false information by Facebook. On August 18th, we published an article reporting that scientists across the world had declared there is no climate emergency. We added that the assertions that humans cause most or all climate change and that the science behind this claim is settled have been dealt a savage blow by the WCD. The lead signatory is Norwegian physicist Nobel Prize laureate Professor Ivan Gvar, and he is followed by over 1,100 scientists and professionals. No fewer than 235 professors have signed the declaration. Our story on the WCD went viral on social media and is one of the most widely read articles we have ever published. The article on the WCD had now been branded incorrect by green activist blog Climate Feedback. The blog's author writes, natural non-human drivers of climate change have been mostly stable since the onset of modern warming, and all the available scientific evidence implicates human greenhouse gas emissions as the primary culprit. And see, here's where climate feedback really fucks up, because there's no verifiable, sustainable proof that we're actually going through a long-term warming cycle. There have actually been a number of times throughout this 200 year period where we've seen uh, cooling fluctuations. So <laughs> also the, if you, if you read state of fear, uh, check out Crichton's book again, like I said, uh, there are, there are parts where they show. So, they, you know, all this big fear mongering, uh, we're all going to die. Armageddon is upon us is that the polar ice caps are going to melt and that we'll all be underwater by the year 1996. I mean, uh, by the year 2012. I mean, by the year uh, 2025. Um, yeah, there is actually evidence that the polar ice caps, ice caps had grown, had, <laughs> and then shrank back at a number of points over the last 200 years. Um, it's almost like the world just kind of keeps changing as it goes. Crazy how nature works, right? To claim that the climate has not undergone any natural change for almost 200 years is nonsense. Not a scrap of evidence can be submitted to back this proposition, and it flies in the face of all climate science. The climate has changed on Earth since gas first made an appearance in the atmosphere. Climate feedback's claim is, in fact, a denial of climate change. The second part of the change of the charge sheet runs, scientific evidence also indicates that climate change is contributing to intensified and more frequent natural disasters such as heat waves, drought, and heavy rainfall. Again, show us the evidence for this outlandish claim. 
Not a single scientific paper, not a scintilla of scientific proof can be attributed a one-off bad extreme weather event to a change in long-term climate caused by humans burning fossil fuel. Any evidence supplied arises from climate models, evidence being a polite term for fanciful and wishful thinking. That's right. The only thing that they have as their proof is their models, and their models are based on the same thing that uh, research done by Big Pharma into their own pharmaceutical products and uh, evidence-based medicine is based on. A great deal of social media criticism of the WCD is reserved for the signatories. Their skills and interests range over many disciplines, including pure science, such as chemistry and physics, along with useful related fields, such as geology and uh, paleoclimatology. The Climate Feedback Review highlights the involvement of lead signatory Professor Antonio Zicicci, who is said to have links to the influential libertarian U.S. Heartlink think tank. U.S. Heartland think tank. Furthermore, it is said he does not have a background in climate science. The attempted slur is interesting since climate feedback provides a link that does nothing more than present the professor's impressive scientific and academic credentials. <laughs> See, they rely on the stupidity of their readers that they're not going to actually click on any of the links. They're not going to actually look at anything. They're going to just take it as a bold, or, you know, they're going to accept the bold faced lie as truth because that's what this fact checker said. So why should I look any further into it? People are fucking stupid. Uh, Zichichi does not have a background in climate science, it is said. In fact, Professor Zichichi is a physicist of immense international standing. He is credited with a number of scientific discoveries, including nuclear antimatter, served as the president of the World Federation of Scientists, and was awarded Italy's highest honor, the Knight Grand Cross of the Order of Merit of the Republic of the Italian Republic. See, they, were tr they tried to discredit all of the uh, Great Barrington Declaration doctors whenever they were coming out talking about lockdowns and everything like this. They try to act like the people who are the actual scientists, the actual professionals who are looking at this stuff and criticizing it. They try to act like they're just some like one off kook. And then if you go and you look at their actual background and you look at who these people are and what they're done, like they're all of their accomplishments. Ooh, they have way more credentials and way way more background than I would guarantee than literally anybody at uh, what's it called? Climate feedback. But obviously, when dealing with the settled science of climate change, ZGG has spent a lifetime studying the wrong sort of physics. Uh, Timothy Osborne, a climate professor at the University of East Anglia, claims that all natural warming stopped in the late 1800s, although confusingly he adds that natural factors would have caused a slight cooling over the last 70 years. Such certitude, of course, doesn't arise from the scientific evidence where there isn't any to back up this absurd claim. Osborne continues with his tale. Scientists estimate the, estimate the effects of various potential climate drivers by running model simulations. All they've got is their simulations, and their simulations are built on they're looking for a specific Answer. 
mathematical representations of the climate system. The effectiveness of climate models is evaluated by their ability to capture real-world climate trends. Models used by the IPCC have been faithfully predicting climate since the 1970s, which gives researchers confidence in their performance. In fact, as the above graph shows, the real-world climate trends haven't got a great track record when it comes to accurately forecasting future temperatures. The thick green line above shows the satellite record, and the other lines, the predictions of climate models. From the turn of the century, when green activists went to war on fossil fuel, the predictions of Thermogeddon have become increasingly detached. So for those who aren't watching the video, if you if you look at this model that they've got, all of the, so like he says, the thick green line on the model is the real world, um, like, record what what our temperatures have done over the last 40 years and all of the other stuff are the models and what the model said it would do and aside from uh since the year 2000 maybe a little bit earlier than that aside from a few aberrations the models all believe that the temperature has increased a whole lot while looking at the actual line it's increased a little bit and made some up and down fluctuations and stayed relatively flat not i mean it has ticked up just a, a tiny bit but largely it's kind of on par with what you would expect it's pretty flat nowhere near what the the models are i mean there are a few of these models that just like shoot through the shoot through the roof <clears throat> so finally, the fact check disputes the statement in the WCD that there is no statistical evidence that global warming is intensifying weather events. This is said to be at odds with the most recent IPCC report, which states in its summary for policymakers that human-induced climate change is already affecting many weather and climate extremes in every region across the globe. As the Daily Skeptic has noted, these attri attribution claims are mostly the product of climate models slammed by the WCD as not remotely plausible as, go as the global policy tools. Meanwhile, the IPCC summary for policymakers has recently been criticized as government-dictated findings. <laughs> Professors William Happer and Richard Linson of Princeton and MIT, respectively, laid that charge, noting that the IPCC rule states that all summaries must be approved by governments. Climate science is awash with manipulated data, which provides no reliable scientific evidence. Academics around the world are becoming increasingly frustrated and angry with the politicization of science in the interest of promoting the command and control net zero agenda. The science is not settled, far from it. The WCD is a powerful fight back and is attracting worldwide interest in debate. This latest so called fact check from climate feedback is just a uh, recitation of the political narrative. This is all incredibly interesting stuff, and it's it's stuff that uh, definitely doesn't get talked about enough because kind of like with COVID, you're only allowed to have one opinion, and if, you're, if your opinion does not mirror that of 
the science. And then you get run out on rails being a kook or a quack or uh, as not knowing what you're talking about. When, in fact, as it's been proven multiple times throughout all of the science, especially when we're looking at, I mean, not even reducing it down to just COVID. Anytime there is a like a huge government initiative to look at look at something and and have like studies and stuff done on it, they go in they go in with a end goal of this is what we are looking to find, and then they make sure they find it because the funding is in finding it. If all of these like big green initiatives went in and started doing research and came back and said, hey, so it actually looks like globally we're kind of on a like even keel. Uh, the polar ice caps have actually expanded and shrunk and expanded again and and. There's no empirical evidence that all of these uh, weather phenomena are actually any worse than they were 50 years ago. And, you know, actually be honest about it. Then there's no reason to keep funding these motherfuckers. So. As with everything. Follow the money. I mean, the Paris Climate Accords, whenever that came up, the whole thing about that was money and the U.S. was going to be funding like 80% of that thing. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, if you want to talk about greenhouse class, greenhouse gases and blah, 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 China, India, these are the big polluters. It doesn't matter what any the rest of the world could go to a complete net zero. And if their climate models are correct, if their climate models are correct, and everything that they base their science on is accurate, the rest of the world could go to net zero and India and China would still end the planet. I mean, that's the that's the truth about it. So unless they're willing to do something about those countries, which they're not, the whole thing is a hoax. Or if it's not a hoax, then it's a complete circle jerk and an exercise in futility. I mean... The biggest problem with the uh, climate apocalypse is that it doesn't hold up to the common sense test. But the biggest problem with the common sense test is that most people on this planet don't have a single fucking ounce of that. So here we are. Learn to read, people. That's all it is. Or just listen to me. And then you don't have to read. I'll read it for you in a slightly redneck voice with uh only a few errors where I stumble and fall all over myself because at the end of the day I'm not a great out loud reader. I think that's it for today. Don't forget to check back on Friday for Don the Pleb and over the weekend for Jason Rink. Uh if you're not already subscribed to my daily content, I highly recommend you check that out just because I want your money. No, I actually uh I've got a free link out there somewhere. I don't remember where it is, but like if you scroll through my Facebook or my uh, or my Twitter, you'll find it. Uh, there's there's literally a one month free subscription, so you can check out and see if the stuff that I'm doing is actually worth you know paying for. Um, 
check out my Substack. Uh, I'll have uh, another article coming out on on there uh, either today or tomorrow. And yeah, check me out on the morning after every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We're having a lot of fun with that show. We will actually be doing a live stream on Friday or on Saturday night. Uh, we do a like a bi-monthly evening show. We call it the the night before. Uh, so it'll be this will actually be the night after Friday the thirteenth. Uh, we're going to be doing that. Uh, yeah, that's all the plugging I'm going to do. Check out our ad or our sponsors who are on either end of the episode, front and back. We got Fox and Sons Coffee and Agorist Acres, and also don't forget about our great sponsor Paloma Verde. I'll start rotating their ads back in here sometime soon. Uh, I think I've gone long enough and rambled plenty on both ends of this thing. So let's wrap it up. When it comes to trusting the science, follow the money. Have a good one, everybody. We've got a brand new sponsor for 2023, and I am really excited to partner with Agorist Acres. Now, agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got heritage brands everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com, and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time, that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They've got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product, highly recommend. So go check them out. Mm -hmm.